Hey guys, and welcome back to the Brown Girl White Coat Podcast. My name is Sai, like a sigh of relief. And today's episode is going to be super exciting because I'm sitting down and chatting with one of my friends, Jacqueline or Jackie, and we're going to be talking about our productivity tips as it relates to health and fitness and just lifestyle and med school and kind of the whole balancing act of things. So if you're interested in that episode, we're also going to be answering some questions at the end. And so if you're interested, keep on listening. But in the meantime, if you can, please go ahead and rate and review the podcast on iTunes if you're listening on there. And if you're listening on uh, Spotify, you can make sure to follow the podcast. That really helps. And yeah, so without further ado, I kind of lost the beginning of the audio for this segment but it'll cut right in so hopefully you guys enjoy jackie has a lot of great things to say and i'm really happy to have had her on the podcast this episode is going to be a little bit more chill than my other ones not really giving a ton of like tips and intensive things like that it's just a couple of friends chatting about lifestyle so hopefully this kind of new format kind of just a girl chat is still really appealing to you guys so let's get into it before i do that before i do any of these segments let's have jackie actually introduce herself Okay, hi, I'm Jackie. I have known Sai for five-ish years. Yeah, it's we been a while. We went to undergrad together, and I'm also on my journey to becoming a doctor. I went to undergrad at Baylor University. Yeah, and what'd you study? Oh, I was a business major and a management major. Cool. So actually, like, the actual majors were business fellows in management. Cool. So she's also a non-traditional major person. Yay. <laughs> So with that all said, we're going to go into our highs and lows. So do you want to, why don't we start with a low? Okay, sure. Get that out of the way. So my low for the week would be that I wanted to shadow today, but then I couldn't get my badge in time. And so I'm not shadowing today and that will be postponed to a later date. Who were you, were you going to shadow? Like what specialty were you going to shadow? I was going to shadow a plastic surgeon Ooh. and watch a free flap surgery. What's that? It's where you take part of, um, I'm not a doctor. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if this is correct, but I'm pretty sure it's when you take part of someone's um, skin and you like graft it onto another part that has lost skin. Oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's all the information I need to know. Okay. To know. I wouldn't know anything past that. So, oh yeah, but your badge thing didn't work out and that's why you're here yes. recording this. Exactly. <laughs> so but I'm excited. I love your podcast. Okay. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> what are your lows? Okay. I have a story. This week's PPS. Um, <laughs> we had the ear, the head, ear, uh, nose and throat exam that we were learning. So PPS is a class where we learn how to be a doctor. Hint. Yeah. Our hint exam. And... So our facilitator had each of us do a step of the exam in front of our group, which was very nerve wracking because normally we have like small groups, like two people or three people that are Mm -hmm. doing it. And my step was to use the tuning fork and I had not prepared. I hadn't watched any of the videos. I hadn't like, usually we get a video like ahead of time telling you how to do the exam. Didn't do that. Didn't read the script or whatever they give you. And so I just got the tuning fork in my hand and I was like, what do I do with this? (laughs) And so my like lovely group was like trying to help me. They were like, hit it on your hand and then like hold it on his head, blah, 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 blah. This was Michael too. <laughs> like I was trying to hold it on Michael's head and he was like, this is not right. <laughs> and so I was just like embarrassing myself in front of the entire class because I hadn't read up on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they understood though. No, everyone was laughing <laughs> at me. And then our facilitator goes, Dr. Zoshi, like, 
that was so average. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And I was like, average will have to do for today. Aww. <laughs> like, so I don't know. It was really embarrassing. I wish I was the kind of person just to like shake that off, but yeah. I like thought about it the entire day and I was like, oh no, I have to be better. I have to prepare better. Yeah, but it's like a learning lesson. So next time you'll be the most prepared. Hopefully. Luckily, Amanda came over. Shout out to Amanda. (laughs) She like came over after and she was like, yo, I had no idea what I was doing. She had to like feel for some sinuses on Uh someone's face. She was like, I had no idea where those sinuses were. Like I didn't read. Also, I kept touching. So you like, you bang the tuning fork on your hand to make Mm -hmm. it make a sound. And then you can't touch the top of it or the sound vibrations like go away. Yeah. I kept touching the top of it. Over and over. Why? Because were you like, stupid. oh, it's vibrating. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I would, I was holding it at the bottom part and then I would move my finger up just like trying to put it on his head. Oh, I see. <laughs> it was just so embarrassing. Oh, it's a good learning opportunity. That's true. That's a good way to look at it. On a brighter note, what is your high for the week? My high for the... Wait, I'm going to know your high for the week first. Okay. I feel like I'm <laughs> embarrassed to say my high. <laughs> That's okay. I can say my high. I feel like I need that after after the PPS class, honestly. <laughs> so January 15th was my boyfriend's birthday. It was Maroon's birthday. And I was like, oh, no, like, I'm not going to get to, like, be with him on his birthday. Like, and so I was like, I need to, like, do something be like I'm still thinking of you and so I made him this like super corny video um, set to Kendrick Lamar's <laughs> L-O-V-E <laughs> and I put like videos and pictures and stuff of like the time that we like spent together and he like got it and was like this is the best thing ever and I was like so cute see you don't have to do anything fancy like you just have to yeah do cute stuff and Quality so times. yeah it's a love language. Yeah. <laughs> or I feel like that's not like time together, but it's like you can tell you spent a lot of time putting that quality video together. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of good because now when I'm like sad about life, I can just watch it and my, li- my spirits are lifted. <laughs> I love rewatching videos like, that I make, <laughs> which sounds so narcissistic, but a lot of the videos I make like feature a lot of my friends and it's like set to yeah. fun music. And no, stuff. I loved your year rewind or your senior year rewind. Oh, thank you. I watch that sometimes too because it reminds me of times when I didn't have to study. Aww. <laughs> like, Let's hear your high. So my high for the week is that I, wow, I feel so embarrassed saying this, but my high for the week was that I, like, got, like, really giddy over this one guy, and, like, I haven't had those, like, feelings in a while, and it might not go anywhere because for the past 20, 23 years, like, my love life has been at a zero out of 10, and, but even if it doesn't go anywhere, I really like being giddy and, like, having those feelings. It's a reminder that I have emotions. Yeah, (laughs) that's always a good reminder. Yeah. Wait, so what makes you giddy about this person? I don't know. I think it's like chemistry or something. Aww. pheromones. Pheromones (laughs) through the phone. Yeah, I haven't (laughs) met the person yet. (laughs) But that's going to happen soon. So another segment that we have is talking about favorites. This can be anything from music to products to a habit or something you just really like to do lately. So I'll open up the floor. Do you want to mention your favorite? My favorite thing that I discovered this past week, have rediscovered actually, is the TV show Chuck, C-H-U-C-K. It's like (laughs) this spy show, but it's a comedy and it's about this guy 
who is a civilian and he gets all these government secrets in his head. And so the CIA and NSA kind of work together and use him as an asset. And it sounds really serious, but it's just like funny. It's I love it. Yeah. I told Maron about it last night and I was like, Jackie recommended it. So we have to watch it. And he was like, ugh, okay. And I was like, you'll probably like it, honestly. I hope so. Because it would be weird if I was the only one who found it funny, you know? No, I've heard good things about that show. Oh, from yay. From a lot of people. Yeah. It does have five seasons. So it must have been popular in some ways. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I shall move on to my product. <laughs> I just got the Revlon One Step Volumizer Hair Dryer which is a blow dryer that is also in the shape of a round brush. And so it gives you a really nice blowout. And I honestly just got it in the mail like yesterday, but my mom has one. And so I was using it like all of winter break when I was home. It just makes things really easy. Like I have a lot of hair, it's really long. I always like go get my hair cut just to get them to style it at the end. <laughs> and so this makes it really easy. I did my hair in like 10 minutes today, even though I stepped out of my house and it got frizzy immediately. I, I thought it looked good though. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, I got mine from Ulta. Okay, so now we're going to get into the meat of this podcast, which is talking about health and fitness and just goal setting, productivity, all of that. So a good way to kind of segue into that, we're going to talk about some of our New Year's resolutions. So do you do New Year's resolutions or? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like every day is a good day to make resolutions if you Aww. feel like there's something you want to change about your life. But I feel like New Year's resolutions are a great way to have that reset. If everyone else is making resolutions, you're making resolutions That's too. So they like hold you more accountable for it yeah like the other people also i'm like definitely the type to be like oh to start on a monday like if i start something on monday i'll keep it going throughout the week but this is like the whole year if i set yeah. it and i continue the whole year then that's true that's a good point I think my New Year's resolutions are probably to build better habits. Like, I do not have a set sleeping schedule. And even whenever I had class and stuff, I would just wake up for that class. And it wasn't, even if I didn't have class, I would still be waking up at 7, which is what I want to do. And so that's one of my New Year's resolutions. Like, no matter what I have that day, I'm waking up at 6 or 7 in the morning. Yeah. And then going to bed by 11. That's such a good idea. I've become such a morning person now, too, because I like having, like, food and coffee in the morning yeah. and, like, making, like, a time out of it, you know? Yeah, that's good. I feel like you enjoy the mornings now because of that. And when you go to bed, you're like, man, I can't wait to wake up. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Just hitting the table. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you remember that one time that we started um, waking up at 6 a.m.? Yes. <laughs> The 6 a.m. challenge. So whenever, so I made a senior year rewind video and the way I made it, I was like taking random clips throughout the year. And whenever I was looking through the clips, I actually found our 6 a.m. wake up challenge. Ooh. And we only had like three, three days. Yeah. Days. yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think it was like the second day and I was like trying to like vlog kind of on my Snapchat and I was like, we woke up at 6 a.m. and I like zoomed into your face and you were asleep behind me. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I was like studying at the like the counter area and oh, then you I were on the it. couch. <laughs> yeah, I was like attempting to study or something. Oh yeah, that was us that entire three days. Yeah. But now we can do it. Uh -huh. We're adults now. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I know Sai can do it for sure. She's really good about waking up early. <laughs> Thanks. You're my role model. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But yeah, that's such a good New Year's resolution, honestly. What are your New Year's resolutions? Um, so one of mine, kind of on the same line, is like building better habits and all of that. 
So I think I just want to be more outgoing when it comes to like going after something that I really want. Mm -hmm. So if I'm like at a networking event and I see like this position that I, this is completely like hypothetical. (laughs) This hasn't actually happened yet. But if I like see a position that I like want to be like, or I want to like learn something from them, I I feel like I should just walk up to them and like ask questions and be interested. Yeah. Which I'm always, at least in 2018, (laughs) my mindset was like to take a backseat kind of. And like, I don't know, I wouldn't like put myself out there when it comes to networking and branching out, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So I want to take more of like a front seat when it comes to that and be in charge of, you know, whoever I meet and all of that. Because you never know what opportunities are going to come from just talking to somebody. Yeah, no, for real. And I think you'd be really good at that. You just need that little push in the beginning to like actually go say hi to somewhere or some of that. Yeah. But honestly, like networking, it's so important. A lot of people, I think they always wonder how they can get research, stuff like that. Even just talking to people and saying, hey, do you have any projects going on that you help on? This is more particular to medical school, I think, though. But a lot of people you'll find are really welcoming to med students, helping them with something. And you can get published if they get published somewhere. You might not be the first author, but you'll be on a paper. That's so true. Do you know um, Hello Katie XO on YouTube? So she has, um, she's probably made a YouTube video talking about it but she also has a podcast and she talked about how she really wanted to work in New York like that was her ideal place and she's in like marketing I think oh yeah and yeah so she works for L'Oreal now because she started an internship with them or no I think she got denied for an internship and she called up and she ended up getting the internship and then she now works for them in New York and like lives the ideal life that's a really good habit to have I need to learn more of that so Another one of my New Year's resolutions has to do with going to the gym. I talked about this on the podcast with my sister. And I don't know if you have, like, do you have, like, fitness goals that are New Year's? Yeah, okay. yeah. I have a goal to work out at least three times a week. That's my goal, too. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it's manageable, honestly. Yeah. Like, I said three to four. Like, four if I'm, like, really not busy and it's the beginning of the term. Mm-hmm. And then three if it's, like crazy times okay cool yeah yeah first mine was every two days but then I realized that would only be two times a week sometimes Mm. so now it's three times a week that's good yeah and I feel like that's a good resolution because if you're doing it weekly then that's better than just saying I want to get fit because I used to have these like random spurts of eating really healthy and going to the gym for a week and then I'd be like oh I'm so healthy so fit and then I wouldn't go for like two months relatable yeah (laughs) sometimes I'll like I won't go for a while and then I'll be like really in the mood to go and I'll kill it and go really hard get really sore like I did on Tuesday and then never want to work out again (laughs) classes are so hard Mm -hmm. so I went to a Pilates class as recommended by Jackie and by Kathy my roommate and it was so difficult I was shaking Jackie was shaking when she went yeah and you feel like I don't know it just seems easy kind of yeah but then it's it's so difficult and it makes it worthwhile because, like, when you go to the class and you leave, it's only 45 minutes, but yeah. I sweat so much. Yeah. And it's Pilates, so it doesn't seem like it would be that intense, but it yeah. really is. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm doing any of this stuff right because it hurts so bad. <laughs> and she was like, nope, you're doing it right. <laughs> I kept checking with her, like, am I doing this okay? And she's like, yeah, is it too hard? Pay for the games. <laughs> yeah. So actually, we did Pilates from a class pass class pass class. So class pass is a service 
a service, a website where you can go and you can book classes from like yoga to dance class that we're going to on Saturday. Um, and you basically can book at any studio. So you don't have to commit to like one studio if you group exercise, but you don't want to like just do yoga. So I actually have a code. I am not sponsored in any way, even though I wish I was. Um, so if you do want, what is it? A free month of class pass. Um, you can go to class.ps slash L capital A F N E. It doesn't really matter caps or not caps. I'm pretty sure, but I'll also leave it in the podcast description if you guys would like to check that out. But what do you normally do when you like go to the gym? I actually am so bad at the gym. I just (laughs) gravitate towards the machines Yeah, because the free weights and the Smith machine, the heavy weights, those kind of scare me. Yeah. Unless I have like a trainer with me and I'm like, oh, how do you use this? I don't really want to figure it out by myself. The only thing I can do are, what are they called? Deadlifts. Yeah. Because we were both in that one class, the weight training oh, yeah. class. And so I actually learned that one. Yeah. But then the rest of the class, I basically just did machines. Oh, cool. I mean, but machines like weight machines, right? Yeah. Which Maybe that's good. another thing, though, like for a New Year's resolution, if I want to up the ante with my gym routine, I just want it to be more structured because I kind of go in and do random things. Yeah. Oh, cool. I have started, like, I keep workouts in my phone. So even if I don't really know what I'm going to do, I just, like, pick one and then do it. Oh, that's cool. That's a yeah. good idea. I'll keep, like, two versions of, like, a leg workout, two versions of an arm workout that I literally just copy from people online, like YouTubers. Yeah. Especially like Whitney Simmons and stuff, because she does things that I can actually do, not like one-handed push-ups or something, you know? <laughs> like she actually, like she'll be like a dumbbell only routine for like working chest or working back or whatever. So I just like copy them and put them in a, a note. That's a good idea. Actually, I should say I don't have a gym membership. Yeah. I only have class pass right now. And so since I'm doing the working out three times a week, resolution i've actually been looking up full body workouts to do at home on youtube and they actually really work i've been doing one by pamela rf okay and it's like 20 minutes but there are 10 minute ab exercises five minutes so you really have all the resources for the gym and working out if you want to do it three times yeah i need to be better about that though because i never do cardio and i never do like full body things I don't know. I don't like getting my heart rate up. (laughs) I just like being comfortable. So I just like go to the gym and I'll just do like weights. I'll do what's it called? Like supersets and stuff to like get my heart rate up. But I like don't like running. I always, I only like do cardio because one time someone told me that's how you lose fat. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I think so. Okay, that's what I want to (laughs) do. Okay, so one question I have for you because I honestly need more help with this. How do you like get motivated to work out? What motivates you? What inspires you? (laughs) Looking in the mirror (laughs) and I'm like, you know, this could use some toning up. And then I go to the gym. Yeah. You were telling me that progress pictures are like the most important way to track your progress like yeah it's not like the weight that's what I hear I haven't been doing that but <laughs> for real like I think Whitney Simmons even said that because she hasn't used she hasn't weighed herself in a couple years yeah and it really is though because your weight is just a number and you know, like whatever you gain muscle or if you want to gain a booty like that's the trend now your booty is gonna weigh something and yeah. so you're gonna be gaining weight yeah. you know 
So whenever you're seeing that you're working out and you're gaining weight, it's like bound to happen. If you're gaining muscle mass, you might gain weight. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, there's so many like transformations of people where the same exact weight that they did before they started working out, but they look so much better. Yeah. So, but yeah, I feel like a part of it is also like mindset. You have to like be doing it for the right reasons. (laughs) That's That's how you you know I've been watching too much Bachelor is when I say things like that. (laughs) Yeah, I think it also is like what you want as a goal from it. If you feel like you're losing energy, you have a constant reminder of that. Because if you're going throughout your days and you're kind of losing energy, you know, maybe working out more. And actually, I was looking that up because I I don't have like that many health problems. But every time I look something up in regards to my health, exercising is always something that they say is beneficial. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like it's like so hard to make time for it, though. That's half of why I don't go sometimes is because I'm like, I'm too busy and I'd rather just lay in my bed. Yeah, but I really think, though, like even they literally have five minute ab workouts. So five minutes in your day. Yeah, it's really nothing. You know? Also, once you start, you want to keep going. Yeah. So if you can just get yourself to do something, mm-hmm. you'll keep going. And you might not think five minutes is enough, but you'll feel... We both have pretty busy schedules. Have you found like anything in particular that you know helps you squeeze in that workout? Like Any tips, tricks? Just reminding myself that I have to work out. Sometimes yeah. the reason I don't work out is because, oh, I don't want to shower at that time. Or yeah. maybe I feel like my hair will get sweaty or something no completely yeah Yeah, you have to plan your washing schedule around yeah exactly so sometimes it's just that so it's a matter of planning but other than that I guess motivation it's just it's really up to you it's like if you're not seeing results you're not going to see them if you're not working out you know yeah no that makes sense that sounded really kind of dumb but (laughs) if you're not putting in the work you really won't see any changes yeah I I struggle with that I can't like internally motivate myself no yeah me too honestly like I expect to have abs after I work out one time (laughs) me too me too I'm like why don't I see that line in between my like on my arm in between my muscles oh my gosh the other day I swear I saw my bicep (laughs) like like I could see definition and I was like whoa that's cool that's results yeah (laughs) that's you working your butt off (laughs) not really I am doing more now yeah, so I feel like whenever, at least with class pass, whenever I like sign up for it, you have to cancel like twelve hours before. Yeah, that's or they'll charge true. you. So mm-hmm. I feel like if I plan all my class pass classes at the beginning of the week, and then I plan like, oh, I'm gonna go to two. Like this week, it was I was gonna go to two classes. I was gonna go to Pilates on Thursday, also, which did not happen because I was too sore. But if I plan that, and then I plan like to work out one other time, I can pretty much do it. If I'm being charged to cancel. No, for real. Actually, having a class at least once or twice a week and being sore after those classes, whenever I haven't worked out and I'm not sore in a while, I'm like, oh, I feel like I haven't, I need to work out. Yeah, that's true. That's a good feeling when you're like, when you're just out and about and you're sore and you're like, oh, nice little reminder (laughs) that I like did something good for myself. (laughs) But yeah, other things. What do you, do you cook? Like, do you make food for yourself or do you eat? You have the luxury. I'm one of those, like, 20-year-olds living with their parents currently. (laughs) (laughs) But y'all probably eat pretty healthy as a family then. (laughs) Jackie's like, no. I don't don't know if I'm supposed to say yes to that. 
<laughs> You're supposed to say the truth. Okay? It's like whatever my dad makes or whatever he brings home. And, oh, I actually did get these meals from Freshly. Oh, yeah. If you're really stressed on time, it's not like HelloFresh where you have to make and cook everything. They're actually prepackaged meals. They're kind of like TV dinners, but they're not frozen. And so they're supposedly healthy. Yeah, I've been meaning to try that. You should. But, yeah, Freshly, it's like a week's worth of meals. No, actually not a week's worth. It's six meals or more. And all you do is microwave them for two to three minutes. Mm -hmm. And you let it sit for two minutes and you have a whole meal. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I remember you Snapchatted me, like, some of the the meals that you had, and they looked pretty good. Yeah, there's, like, steak, there's Lebanese-style meatballs. Oh. There's also vegetarian. I mean, there are also vegetarian. Cool. That's exciting. I've been, like, kind of starting to cook more in 2019. I've been trying to meal prep and all of that, so I made this recipe. I've made it, like, three times now because I really, really like it. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's key, like, finding things you actually want to eat. Yeah. (laughs) So I made a whole thing of like jasmine rice and then I made like Brussels sprouts and squash, spinach, and I just put it all into a pot. And so I put a lot of seasoning and like teriyaki sauce and all of that into a pan and then put the rice in there and like made like some fried rice kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then I just put it into boxes, ate it for the whole week and I would put like half an avocado on top of it. It tasted so good. That sounds good. Also, I'm pretty sure Brussels sprouts are going to come back. Yeah. They used to be the vegetable where people were like, ew, you eat Brussels sprouts? (laughs) But now everyone loves them. True. I think it's just based on how you cook them. Like, I like to burn mine a little bit. Interesting. (laughs) I guess, like, I love them, like, fried. So, we tried to talk about health and fitness. (laughs) That was the main part of the podcast, but I also got some questions in my DMs, and I also got some on some comments and stuff. So I thought I would go ahead and answer them while I have Jackie here with me so we can tag team a little bit. So the first question is, can you discuss the cost of med school? How are you able to afford it? So for me, I was very blessed, I would say, or very lucky in that my parents, before they even had me, they were prioritizing education funds, making sure they could pay for everything to support me and my sister. And also, it's just, it's not a cultural thing, I guess, but I mean, I think it is to a certain extent. Yeah, it's like a stereotype that Asians are nerds and stuff like that. (laughs) And I guess my parents, they just really prioritized education. Yeah. And so they're like, whatever you need for school, you can have it. So they were, I was really lucky in that they have been able to support me through all of my education needs. Pretty much the same. For all of my education. Yeah, even when I had, like, a job and everything, my mom would be like, that's your pocket money. Like, don't use it on, like, education stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I think, same. I think for them it comes from, like, a sense of pride, like, being able to pay for your kids to go to school and everything. Mm-hmm. So they always did that. They did, did it for my sister, so they have to do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just, like, want me to be successful, and they want to set, like, their kids up to be successful. And, and that's, like – what my parents tell me but I will say I've had some friends before tell me that they think that the way my parents teach money to me is not a good way but I really think it's like every family will do their own thing whatever works for them yeah I don't think you should necessarily judge it just because that's not how your family works 
Olympics. Yeah, agreed. I probably the same with you and probably like every other Indian person out there can relate to this. But like my parents, every time I wanted to do extracurriculars that were like intense or like take on enough like a job or something like they never let me work during the school year or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Even if I had time just because they were like focus on education, focus on your school, we'll take care of like the money part. Like why do you want to work? You want to make money? Like (laughs) we have that. Like so I mean, even if they if they made less than they do, I think that that would still be a source of pride and a cultural thing. Yeah, me too. I think my parents would literally eat oatmeal for 10 cents, 10 cent meals a day yeah. if they couldn't afford my education just to put my sister and I through school. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that always Aww. makes me cry is like thinking about parents and all that they do for us. I know, for real. That's what makes it so hard to disappoint them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. (laughs) But I mean, I don't think either of us are doing that. (laughs) So another question that I got is, what do you guys do to unwind when you're not studying? So at least for me, I have a lot of hobbies, probably too many to like be functional. (laughs) Like I decide to take on something new like every time, like over winter break, I took on watercoloring. And so I like have my watercolor stuff with me and I just like paint whenever I get bored or I'll like if Kathy's not home (laughs) I'll like sing Uh like really loudly. Sai's such a good singer by the way. (laughs) Thank you. So yeah I like I have a YouTube channel. I've never mentioned (laughs) that on this podcast at all. I have a YouTube channel where I make singing covers. It's just Sai Joshi so check that out if you're interested (laughs) but yeah I'll just like sing or paint or do artsy things. And you feel like that's relaxed. Yeah. Do you have any other ways that you relax that aren't necessarily hobby-oriented? Um, probably just, like, watching Netflix. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, sometimes you just need to turn your brain off and watch, like, reality TV or you on Netflix. (laughs) Wow, that was such a creepy show. I feel like watching shows, though, the reason that they're so good at letting you forget something is because they let you focus on someone else's life. Oh, true. And you're like, they have it so much worse than I do. (laughs) Her boyfriend's crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You was so scary. But I don't think you can actually look up someone's location from Instagram. Like you can see where they were if they tag it, but it's not their actual location. Wait, when did she tag on Instagram? On Instagram, she says she was somewhere and he looked her up. But the way he found her apartment was that she had a picture of her in front of her building and then he Google image searched it. Oh, the building? Yeah. Yeah, and then so oh. he knew what building she lived in. That was a creepy show. Yeah. yeah, I like, I texted Jackie when I started watching, or did you tell me about that show or no? I said I was watching it and you said you had heard good about it. Oh, okay, yeah. So I remember talking about it and you were like, I'm never dating again. <laughs> yeah. so scary. Honestly, I feel like it's so hard to trust anybody. Yeah. No, agreed. You never know who people are. Yeah, scary. <laughs> but yeah, what do you do to unwind? I watch YouTube videos. I also like learning new things. Um, so Sai and I used to be roommates, and she had a ukulele, and so sometimes ah. I play that. She actually taught me how to play ukulele. <laughs> I taught her four chords on the yeah. ukulele. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I've known since then so it's made a lasting impression and I also am really trying to learn Spanish yeah and speak it better be able to understand it better and so I like watching Netflix shows and I studied abroad in Spain so I like watching a lot of Spanish shows so like Cable Girls Velvet and so those are really good ways to figure out if you're able to retain languages from listening and they're also subtitles 
So it's the perfect way to learn Spanish. Yeah, that's such a good idea. I never, I never do that. I need to do that. You should try it. I can understand Spanish when people are speaking really slow. <laughs> oh, that's the same. <laughs> <laughs> but in shows, like I remember walking past you watching like Velvet and stuff and I could not understand anything. They speak so fast though. Yeah. So another person wants to know about asking professors during undergrad for letters of recommendation. So do you want to answer that? Sure. I only have like kind of some experience with that, I guess. Yeah. Because I feel like I didn't ask for that many letters of recommendation. Although whenever I would apply for internships, those are always necessary. So whenever I think about asking for letters of recommendation, I think about professors that actually know me, that I've gone to office hours with. And so I think that's the best place to start yeah. with letters of recommendation making sure you know that professor and that you don't have to be getting like all A's at the very beginning, but say you're getting a grade that you don't like or you don't understand something, go to the professor, talk to them in office hours and be like, hey, I'm not understanding this. Can you help explain it to me? I know in class you said this and I'm just not really comprehending it. And then by doing that, you're talking to them, you're having a conversation, they get to know you and also they're helping you with their class. And then so at the end, whenever you have established that relationship, and it has to be continuous too, because they're, they have hundreds of students. And yeah. so if they only see you one time, they probably won't remember you. But also if you have that help from them and your grades start improving and you're doing really well in that class, you won't feel embarrassed at all to ask for letters of recommendation. And I feel like that's the biggest hindrance with those letters. It's that people feel like they don't know the professor or they feel like they haven't talked to them before. Also, they feel like they wouldn't get a good recommendation because maybe their grade wasn't that good. Yeah. And I'm not saying you have to have an A in the class that's not true at all you could ask for a professor who knows your work ethic you know and so that's a really good thing to have on a relation but having that foundation of conversation and rapport with the professor and also that you sure you're showing that you're working hard in that class you'll get a great recommendation and some professors will honestly just be like I really don't have time at the moment to write all these recommendations and that's fine. You shouldn't just be talking to one professor. It really is also a great way to learn to ask your professors to, for help. Yeah, that's such good advice. Because like, honestly, it's so hard to get close to any professors or like build a relationship with them when they have like hundreds of students and you're yeah. like, I don't stand out. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's so easy to stand out if you make it like, you know, ahead of time, like, okay, I think I might want to ask this professor for a rec in the future, mm -hmm. then you can work towards it. Yeah, my mom always tells me, wait until you have the opportunity. Like, don't say no in the beginning. Like, don't be like, you know, I wasn't going to have this opportunity anyway, so I might as well not ask. You right. should give yourself the opportunity in the beginning and set it up so that you have all those opportunities at the end and you don't have to email all the professors for recommendations. Just choose the ones you think would give you the best one. Yeah. And also, even if you don't know the professor that well, but maybe you have a good grade or something, you can ask them for a recommendation because a lot of them, it's so hard for them to have enough substance to put in your recommendation letter. They'll just return an email and be like, yeah, like I'd be happy to write you a recommendation. Could you outline what you've done throughout college? Like give me your resume so I can put more things into your recommendation letter. Yeah, that's how most of mine ended up working out. Like yeah. that's really good advice. So another question that I received is, someone wants to know what a typical day in the life of a med student kind of looks like in regards to study schedule, going to class, extracurriculars, all of that. 
So my schedule is a little bit different than most people, I guess, because I stream lectures, which I guess a lot of people stream, but I like to stream super early in the morning and get it out of the way so that I can study the rest of the day. I don't tend to get too much out of class. I don't find it like active learning. It's honestly just sitting there and listening to professors talk. So I'll wake up maybe around like six in the morning and then I finally can do it. <laughs> so I wake up at like six, I make myself some breakfast and coffee and stream lectures till maybe about like 8.30, 9. I'm pretty chill about it and I stream everything in 1.5 times or two times the speed just to get it over with. And yeah, and then after that, I pretty much study up until lunchtime and take a short lunch break. Usually we have some sort of mandatory activities on Mondays and Tuesdays. So after I eat lunch at home, I'll go to those activities with whether it's like anatomy lab or team-based learning classes. And then the rest of the days after I take a lunch break, honestly, I just get back to studying for a couple more hours. And then until like dinner time, take another hour to break, study for an hour more. And then after like 8 p.m., I like watch Netflix and clean my house. <laughs> that sounds like a really productive day. Yeah. I try to make it more like task-based versus like time-based. So I write down everything I want to get done. And if I get it done, I honestly, if it's not too close to test time, I'll just like reward myself with the day off. Cause yeah. If you finish everything you need to do, then you feel that sense of relief and you can just take the day off. Unless it's like a week before test, then there's no days off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll just make a list. Like I want to get through like five Anki decks and make notes for this and this lecture. And usually it takes the whole time. Like usually it takes up until the evening. But if I get done early, I get done early. Yeah, I love that idea of task-based versus time-based. I think it's a balance. In yeah. the end, because you should be spending a certain number of time on this and blah, blah, blah. But if you give yourself a task and say, I have to finish this today, then you're more likely to do it. Could yeah. you also expand on the times that it takes for anatomy lab? Like maybe go through a day of anatomy lab or when you have electives. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like what are the timestamps? So yeah, that's a good, yeah, we should clear it up for people. So anatomy is really long sometimes, like... Last week, we had, like, a five-hour anatomy lab, and it was grueling. Like, Ooh. we're doing head and neck, which I've talked about before. It's not my favorite, but <laughs> just because it's really hard, lots of stuff to remember. So we have anatomy from 1 to 3-ish, 3.30-ish. But now they've moved it, actually, to Tuesday mornings. So except for that. Sometimes it's different. So except for last Tuesday when we had anatomy lab from like 10 to four in the afternoon. It was awful. But yeah, so that's every Tuesday. It takes up a couple hours. You basically prepare beforehand, read the lab manual, go in, do your dissection, and you're applying all the concepts that you've learned in anatomy lectures. And then I am currently in two electives, which are, I've scheduled them to be during my lunch hour. So I can just like bring food from home or buy food at my cafeteria, take my lunch in there. And then it's like a nice little break. It's usually like speaker classes, lectures, I guess. <laughs> um, so they'll be like interesting doctors and people that come and talk to you. So that's fun. And what about your afternoons since you have anatomy lab in the morning now? Yeah. So Tuesdays, I've, I was like hoping it would be more free because we don't have anatomy lab, but since it's the beginning of the term, we're kind of getting some stuff out of the way. Like we have BLS, like basic life support training. And then we have like ultrasound trainings. And so my Tuesdays have been pretty booked in the afternoons too, which is kind of sad, but honestly, less lectures. That's what 
having anatomy lab in the mornings is less lectures. So less stuff to memorize. <laughs> so that's always good. Yeah. And I know in your first term of medical school, you had a lot of things in the afternoon and you felt like you didn't have as much time to study as you thought. So when would you be going home when you had long days? Oh yeah. I, that's important to talk about. Um, probably around like five or six. So we would get done with mandatory things maybe around like four at the latest and then I would force myself to study on campus until it like kind of gets dark and I have to go home because I take public transport (laughs) so yeah I just yeah I stay pretty much till like six yeah that's cool but I feel like that's a big misconception I had about med school was my sister would always tell me that it's like eight to twelve you can pretty much do whatever you want afterwards and you have plenty of time to study and all of that but I think she was just a lot better at managing her time than I am (laughs) That's such a huge thing, like time management. Yeah. And in your mind, you might think four hours is a long time, but when you're in the beginning, you might just, I don't know, squander away four hours. Oh, yeah. But you realize you can do so much in four hours. Oh, for sure. So you have to make all the things count. Yeah. Which is so tough. Okay, so someone asked us to predict each other's future specialties (laughs) based on personality. So we're going to talk about that. Jackie, do you want to go first? Sure. (laughs) I feel like this is so hard to figure out like what I think you would be. But I think (laughs) based on your personality and just how I've seen you, you would be good in emergency medicine. Wow. Unlike my mother who thinks I can't handle it. Yeah. See, no, but that is also another thing. I do feel like you get stressed out a lot or you create the stress in your mind, (laughs) which stresses you out more. So I don't know if you would be able to compartmentalize that with work, but I feel like you would be able to. And I feel like you're good at just being up and about. Like you're, I don't know why, but I always imagine you as walking. (laughs) Why? I don't know. I feel like we know each other's walks so well. It's like ingrained in my mind that you're always up and walking. (laughs) But when you're trying to sleep, I don't know. And then, so I see you as an EM doctor or in the ED, the emergency department. Yeah. Also, another thing is besides the walking, (laughs) I feel like you would be really good at listening to stories. And I mean, you have a podcast where you (laughs) have people on, sometimes you interview them, but I really think you enjoy having that rapport. But it doesn't necessarily have to be like a really long one. It wouldn't necessarily be psychology. Psychiatry. Sorry, psychiatry. (laughs) Yeah, so it might not be like a psychologist. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You might not be a psychiatrist. But something like in the emergency department, I know you would love hearing like those crazy stories where someone was like, you know, I was just like fishing and then all of a sudden a bear like jumped out of nowhere. (laughs) You'd be like, whoa, interesting. I'll do everything I can to help you. But like in your mind, you'd be like, whoa, that's so crazy. That's true. Yeah. No, I would. That's like half the reason I actually want to work in EM. I'm like, (laughs) yes, I would have the best stories to tell people. And I don't know what other profession would have that, but I'm sure a couple others might. Yeah, I guess we'll find out eventually. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But yeah, okay, for you. Yeah, what do you think I would be? So I've given this a fair amount of thought now. Really? This is for a couple different reasons. So I think I can see you in internal med, Mm -hmm. which is like kind of like a, what's it called? A cop-out answer because there's so many specialties. But more specifically, I see you as a hospitalist. Interesting. Right? Because you can have two weeks on and two weeks off 
Oh, I would love and that. And you can go travel. And you can go back to Spain for like two weeks okay. and come back. TBH, what is a hospitalist? <laughs> a hospitalist is like where you're just affiliated with a hospital and you work at the hospital. So you work as like a general internal med person. Uh-huh. And you don't specialize further. Like you're not like a cardiologist. Oh. You're not – you don't go to school after your internal medicine residency. Okay, but those are the doctors I don't like. But maybe I'll be one of them. I don't know. I feel like I can see that because I see you in a clinical setting for yeah. sure. Well, I, I know you might be interested in surgery also, but I feel like I see you in something with at least some part clinical yeah. where you can talk to people, you can figure out what is ailing them when they come in. I, I think you'd be good at that. But the thing is when I've had those encounters before, like for example, I went to, I think a hospitalist and I had these things on my legs and I was like, what is this? And he was like, you know, you're going to need to see a dermatologist. Oh, I see. And it was literally like five minutes. And I was like, why did I come here? Interesting. But I thought it was something internal that was causing like a reaction. Yeah. So while it was on my skin, I thought they would be able to figure it out. But he was just like, you should see a dermatologist. Oh, man. Yeah. I think that has everything to do with the kind of doctor that person is. That's true. As an, any other internal med person, I feel like would have tried to look into the physiology of everything. You're right. I take my like... statement back. <laughs> I just didn't like that one. Oh, <laughs> growth. <laughs> but I can see, though, how it would be difficult to diagnose a variety of patients. That's true. But that's and what I'll... an ED doctor does, too, though. Yeah. But a lot of what internal med is is referring people to other people when you don't have like the expertise in that specific thing. Yeah. But most things I feel like you can treat and order tests and diagnose. Oh, actually, yeah. Is it weird to say I have ulcerative colitis? That's not weird. On here? Okay. So (laughs) I have that. And the way I found out is that my stomach was like kind of hurting and I would just be in pain. And my head was hurting so badly. It was like maybe an 8 out of 10. Yeah. And I have a pretty high pain tolerance. But I, you know, everyone always has those thoughts like, am I, do I have a brain tumor? Oh, yeah. And so I went to a doctor and he figured out it was my colon. Whoa. I mean, at first he thought it was appendicitis. Yeah. Because he checked that. But I was like, but my head hurts so much. And he, and I was like, my stomach is like at a 2 out of 10. My head is an 8. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but sometimes like when you have problems elsewhere, it can cause a headache. And so he basically diagnosed that I had an inflamed colon. Yeah, that's so cool. And my sister was talking about this on her episode as well. Like internal med is like thinking and like about physiology and like you have to go through so many processes in your head. And I feel like, I feel like you'd be good at like the sciencey side of things, but mostly like I can see that like clinical, like doctory doctor you know what I mean thanks yeah I can see it (laughs) I hope so oh that is another thing because I've seen you walking around in your scrubs in medical (laughs) school and I'm like wow she looks like she could be walking around in the emergency department oh I like that yeah you hear that mom (laughs) she thinks I can do it (laughs) your mom has known you for a lot longer though that's true but I didn't say this on that podcast afterwards she was like she told me not to do emergency medicine she was like I don't think you're cut out for it but then she followed that up with, you should be a dermatologist because <laughs> they have a, a much better lifestyle, like nine to five. So yeah. she just wants me to live a comfortable life. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the dream yeah, to have a good life, but that's defined in many different ways. So with that said, that's all we have time for, for this episode. But thank you so much to Jackie. Thank you, Sai. Thanks for having me. And I hope whoever's listening got something out of it.
Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you gave some really good advice. And I hope that the, the listeners, the viewers, I was going to say the viewers, the listeners really enjoyed listening to you. So look out for future episodes. Um, I'm going to have some more med school friends on the podcast and hopefully some more people like my sister in residency and all of that. So thanks for making this podcast part of your day wherever you are.